Hi, everyone. This is Jill Flaxington, and welcome to the Road to Health podcast. In today's episode, we want to introduce you to a local nonprofit that's making a big impact. The Gotta Have Soul Foundation provides new shoes for children experiencing homelessness to help give them confidence to participate in sports, school, and social experiences alongside their peers. But their story is so much more amazing than I can explain, so I'm going to let them do it. But the reason that we're speaking with Gotta Have Soul is because we're gearing up for BCBSRI's annual day of service, Blue Across Rhode Island, this September. And it's a milestone year. This is our 10th annual Blue Across Rhode Island, and Gotta Have Soul holds the distinction of being the longest-running participating organization in Blue Across Rhode Island history. They've been part of nine of our 10 Blue Across Rhode Island events. So who better to talk about all of this than our guests? Gotta Have Soul founder Nicholas Lowinger and his mom, Lori Lowinger, along with Carolyn Belisle, our Managing Director of Corporate Social Responsibility at BCBSRI. Welcome to the podcast, Lori, Nick, and Carolyn. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you. Thanks, Jill. So Nick or Lori, could either of you share just a brief history of exactly what Gotta Have Soul is, what you do, and how you were founded? Sure. So Gotta Have Soul is a nonprofit. It was founded in 2010 to provide brand new footwear to children living in a homeless shelter or living in homeless shelters so that we could provide, you know, confidence, comfortable shoes and really help them feel special. Uh, We've been doing this for almost 12 years now, and we've helped provide footwear to over 104,000 children all across the United States. And that means 104,000 kids who can get to school every day, you know, play sports and be kids. So we're, we're very proud of that. So Gotta Have Soul has an impressive origin story, and I'd love if you could talk about the why behind what you do and and how Gotta Have Soul has grown and evolved over time. The idea behind Gotta Have Soul stems back to when I was a five-year-old kid, and my mom actually took me to a shelter. She can dive more into that, but my family wanted me to see what other people were going through in life, really build empathy at a young age. And that's exactly what happened. I vividly remember getting a brand new pair of shoes. They lit up. I was so excited to like show them off to all the other kids. And my mom said something very powerful to me when I was about to go into a shelter. Yeah, so you can imagine my surprise when he was so excited to show the shoes off. And I thought, oh, my goodness, these poor children who he's going to be meeting. And Nicholas has no idea what they're experiencing financially. So I had to educate him and tell him to contain his excitement that some of these children might not have any footwear. And he looked up with a very puzzling look on his face and quiet. And when the door opened, he wasn't looking at the children's faces that were behind the door. He started to look at their feet. And he noticed that there were some children who did not have any shoes on at all. And then there were others where their shoes were very tattered, the soles were falling off. And it was a very humbling experience, I think, for him. After we left the shelter on the way back home, he said, Mom, we've got to do something. I can't stand how these children are living. What can we do? I I, I need to go home and get all my things. So he went up to his closet as soon as we got back. And began to fill up a bag of all his shoes, his t-shirts, his any clothing, any toys that he wasn't using, knowing that these children could better use them than he could. We brought them back to the shelter. And when we went inside, this adorable, blonde, curly-haired little boy came running up to us and grabbed a pair of boots that were on top of the donation bag and put them on. They were enormous on him. But he was running around in the shelter in them and was so thrilled to have them that It was wonderful to see that. However, that's when Nicholas had this aha moment of we've got to get new shoes to all these children. So that was a five-year-old. Yeah, I was going to ask, Nick, how old were you when you you were doing this? 
So that, I was five years old when all the seeds were really planted for this. And and moving forward, right, where we are a Jewish family, I was coming up on my bar mitzvah. I was 12 years old, thinking of a way to somehow, you know, give back to the community. And I had always had this passion inside of me. I was talking with my parents. This became very clearly what I was going to do, just because it was something I still wasn't seeing addressed all those years later. And I didn't want to just make this like a one-off donation, just a one-off project. So my mom mentioned maybe starting this as a nonprofit so we could keep it going. And that's exactly what I wanted to do. I just didn't know what a nonprofit was back then. So we filled everything out, got it started. And I guess, as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> yeah. And Lori, I have to give you the mom award on this one, because what is that like when your kid comes to you and has this idea and it subsequently, I believe, has taken over your home? How does that work? <laughs> how does that feel? <laughs> Honestly, my husband and I jumped immediately. When your child comes to you, with a heart wide open to serve others and to help improve their lives and doesn't even get at that age how impactful it's going to be and can't turn away. And so we've become so passionate in this. Um, I cry every year. Blue Cross comes every year. We finish the end of the day and I'm thanking everybody. I am literally in tears every year um, because I know that these are children. It's not just footwear that we're collecting. They are kids that are getting this. You see the children's names. And every year that we've been doing this project, Nicholas has grown more and more passionate about helping children who are impoverished. There's always one that makes me cry. Lori wins the award today. So <laughs> I saw Carolyn get taken down too. So Lori, you mentioned your interactions with Blue Cross and how how we've gotten to know you. Carolyn, I would like to take this moment to move into the event that we're gearing up for Blue Across Rhode Island. Would you mind providing just an explanation for those listening of what Blue Across Rhode Island is and its impact over the sum of the past 10 years? Absolutely, Jill. It's a favorite topic of mine to speak about. Just recovering over here from listening to Lori and having some mom moments and trying to just really embrace all that she said. Such a testament to introducing kids at a young age to service and, you know, empathy and what it means to think about others and, and sort of the paths and shoes, no pun intended, in which we all walk. So yay, Lori, yay, Nick. Um, Blue Across Rhode Island is Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island's signature volunteer effort launched this year, will be 10 years ago, really as a way to boldly declare to Rhode Islanders that volunteerism is something that is critical to who we are as an organization, as a culture, and as a business. And we launched it with an aim to have a celebratory day, not to take away from any of the volunteerism we do each and every week through our colleagues' generosity, but really to have that one protected time where all together as a company, we deploy out into the world and share in the experience of service to so many critical organizations doing amazing work throughout the state, all with the aim of improving the life of Rhode Islanders. So it is a one day magical day of volunteer service. We, over these past previous nine years, have had the amazing opportunity to partner 
on 118 actual service projects with some 60 nonprofit organizations, just like Gotta Have Soul. We have amassed an amazingly astonishing number of volunteer hours through our colleagues, which really is always a, a number that strikes me because it is simply over nine days that uh, these 30,000 plus volunteer hours have been accumulated. And and while the hours are a way to summarize, there really is no way to summarize the impact and the work that gets accomplished on those nine amazing days. So it really is a signature effort of the company. And beyond that, it's a beloved day by our colleagues. I, I used to say before we started working remotely that I could walk through the halls and bump into any colleague within the organization, whether I knew them or not. And ask them if they knew what Blue Across Rhode Island was and what it meant to them. And barring the, you know, any introduction to a first day employee, <laughs> every single person that you interact with at that organization definitely has a fond story to share about their experience with this day. So it really is beloved and we look forward to doing it. We feel grateful that we were able to do it last year. And, and frankly, looking forward, feel pretty grateful that we're moving in the right direction for this year as well. So, Lori and Nick, I mentioned at the top of this episode that Gotta Have Soul holds the superlative of being the longest-running participating organization, and we've sent a team of volunteers to help support your mission for nine of the past 10 years during Blue Cross Rhode Island. What's been the impact on your end, and what does it mean for Gotta Have Soul to receive the support of an event like Blue Cross Rhode Island? Just to the sheer numbers, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Blue Angels have completed footwear orders for almost 6,000 children in Rhode Island. That means 6,000 pairs of sneakers, 6,000 pairs of socks, 6,000 personalized cards, and during COVID, adding masks and hand sanitizing gel. And if we did not have the support of Blue Cross, those individual orders that we have that we get every year would have taken us two to three weeks to complete, which means a longer period of time that those children wouldn't have those shoes that they so desperately needed. In addition... Just the outpouring of support from Blue Cross, the publicity from Blue Cross has brought a, a more of an awareness throughout the state on what Gotta Have Soul does and the reaching. We've had so many people and companies reach out to volunteer with us. So it has helped us throughout the year. The inventory that they have logged in, close to 4,000 pairs of shoes have been logged into our inventory system for us to use throughout the year. And additional cards, about 300 each visit for us to use personalized cards that people have made during the day's events so that we can use them throughout the year again. These personalized cards, by the way, are exceptional and mean so much to the children. We've had kids sometimes get shoes that don't fit them and we have to return a new, with a new pair and they cry because they think they have to give the card back. And we have these children actually have slept with the cards underneath their pillows. It's an amazing feeling. Uh, and the impact that these shoes, I will also add, we've had children cry when they open up their box of shoes to see the new shoes and the cards and socks in, inside. And I wish that the Blue Cross Angels could see the impact that it makes on the individual children. But I think that you can feel it through my words, I hope. It's just an amazing, amazing, incredible thing that you guys do for us every year. 
And just to put that into perspective as well, um, you know, we started working with Blue Cross very early in our uh, existence as a nonprofit. And in our first year of operating, we gave out new shoes to 400 kids. In our first day of service with Blue Cross, we got together footwear orders for 400 kids. So we made one year's impact in one day at the beginning. And, you know, just having a partnership like that is exceptional. So Lori and Nick may have already actually answered this question for you, Carolyn, but I wanted to ask as a follow-up to that, what is it about Gotta Have Soul that BCBSRI associates love so much that they choose this organization every year, time and time again? So much to say in the answer to that question, Jill, but I think there's there's several factors and I'll do my best to sort of rattle through them all. I think first and foremost, it's the mission. And the very tangible act that our colleagues get to participate in, and frankly, it's an often overlooked need. And so I think if we go back in time to small Nick and his childhood realization about just this basic distinction between him and these other kids who in no other way were different from him and his mind, I think our employees have that same sort of aha moment when they're like, gosh, shoes, you don't, you don't think about that as so critical to development as a kid. I also think, aside from just the tangible connection to the mission and the work, the way Gotta Have Soul has shared that this is more than just a basic need. It's not just about kids of lower socioeconomic status not having shoes. It's about what not having adequate footwear does to kids in that situation. It's the inclusion element. It's hard enough to be a kid today, never mind to be a kid who is experiencing life trauma in some way. Life trauma being their family is experiencing homelessness or their family doesn't have the resources in order to provide what's needed. So when you're able to just kind of take away one little thing that's already like too many things for these kids I think that's a pretty amazing feeling. And Gotta Hustle has done a good job about a good way of communicating that it is more than just a basic need. It's about helping kids in order for them to be healthy and well. At Blue Cross, we spend a lot of time focused on a healthy generation. You know, we want kids to grow up healthy, feeling healthy and safe and well in all definitions of that word. And how do you play if you don't have the proper footwear? How do you, you know, feel socially accepted in the way that we know kids need to? So I just think the connection to, you know, while it's two shoes at the bottom of your body, it's, you know, it's so much more than that. And I think our employees really get into that. Beyond that, I think the Lowinger hospitality each and every time we show up on Blue Cross Rhode Island Day is not to be underestimated. And our, you know, word of mouth is quite a thing at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. And so it is like a top filling project every single year. I remember the early days of Blue Cross Rhode Island where we would do everything in a really manual and analog fashion and people had to write their name down on a little piece of paper and there was elbowing in the crowd. So fortunately, we're beyond that. Welcome to the digital age, but our folks just really have taken some real ownership and commitment to supporting the mission of Gotta Have Soul. 
And Carolyn, you mentioned mission and how how well aligned Gotta Have Soul is with with the mission of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Rhode Island. Can you just take a moment and explain more about that and about how partnering with local organizations for Blue Cross Rhode Island as a whole and our, our larger mission and vision is just part of the, the DNA of what BCBSRI is all about? We take pretty seriously our nonprofit mission ourselves, you know, founded as a company to provide for the healthcare needs of Rhode Islanders is a very palpable and living, breathing thing here at the company, even though we were founded some 80 plus years ago now. So much of our work is focused on achieving comprehensive health and well-being for all Rhode Islanders, which extends far beyond our membership at this point. It's really about how do we create opportunity and facilitate opportunity for all Rhode Islanders to be well? And we do that certainly for our membership in certain ways and with our customers in certain ways, but for those that we are not connected to based on our business, we do it in partnership with great organizations like Gotta Have Soul. And it's the only way we can do it. We believe strongly that these are the organizations on the front line addressing all hosts of needs, social needs, health-related social needs, whatever needs in our community, the direct line and, and the organizations on the front line doing the work, we stand in partnership with those organizations to support that effort. And we do it in a, in a number of ways. And, but at the core, that's why. And so our philanthropy aligns in that direction, our volunteerism lines in that direction. And it really is in order for us to fully live our social mission ourselves as a company. And so, Lori and Nick, I'd love if you if you would give us just a little preview of what is it that our team of volunteers is going to be helping with this September 24th. So we're very excited to have about 500 children to get shoes ready for. So volunteers will be helping get those literal shoes put together, including a pair of socks for each pair, for each child. One of the cards that was mentioned earlier that they can decorate, write a nice like personalized message of hope on there. Uh, and in addition, we'll be providing PPE materials with every pair as well, given the ongoing crisis. So we're really excited to get Blue Cross employees together so we can really maximize our impact in helping Rhode Island children. We also have approximately five or 600 pairs of shoes to log into our inventory system. That'll be done that day as well. And so if your message has resonated with listeners today and they're interested in learning more about Gotta Have Soul or about connecting with you to possibly volunteer, how can they reach you? So the best way to reach us would be through our website. We have a very easy way to contact us on there. In addition, we have some very good materials, videos. You can actually see the kids' faces and see some shots of them actually receiving the footwear. I think that really helps tell the story to an even deeper level. And in addition, we have social media channels. People can reach out, follow, stay up to date with everything going on on our Instagram. It's gotta have soul with underscores in between each of those words. Uh, we have a great Facebook page, very active on there. Our website is www.gottahavesoul.org. And that's G-O-T-T-A-H-A-V-E-S-O-L-E. And we'd love to have as many people involved and engaged as possible. So feel free to reach out. Lori, before we close, um, I think you have a really good example of the why behind behind why you do what you do, if you could share that with all of us. Absolutely. One of the most telltale signs of homelessness is the condition of children's footwear. 
And that is an extremely important point to consider because these kids get bullied a lot for the condition of their footwear that they can't help. So when we come in with new shoes and we're coming in with brands that their peers are wearing, it helps them fit in better and it helps reduce bullying. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. And so we're going to wrap up this episode now. If you'd like to learn more about Gotta Have Soul, I'll provide some links in the episode notes to their website and their social media handles. You can also follow along on social media as we gear up for Blue Across Rhode Island. You can follow our hashtag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's hashtag Blue Across RI 2021. Thank you to Nick and Lori and Carolyn for joining us today. And thanks as always to our sound engineer, Mark Sheldon, for your time and your talents. If anyone would like to connect with us to discuss any of the topics in this episode, you can always find us on social media. We are at BCBSRI on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Everyone, please stay healthy and safe, and we'll see you next time.